my opinion about people is that everybody's crazy, but there's very <laughs> few of us who realize it, and even fewer of us who accept it. Oh shit. Yeah, you know how we do. Oh, oh. This is more than you can chew. I made a theme song I've creamed with jeans on I'm the original Don Juan I made a theme song I made a theme song I'm wearing a green thong I exploded a time bomb I made a theme song I made a theme song I named my cat Dong Put an egg on my ramen I made a theme song I fucking made a theme song Didn't plan it to be this long Turns out everything rhymes with song I made a theme song I made a theme song Swallowed my long johns These lyrics are mad strong I fucking made a theme song Hello and welcome to the show. More than you can chew, I'm your host, Tiffany Moore. So I'm going to start releasing these old episodes that I had to take down as vintage episodes. And um, you might hear a couple hard edits throughout the uh, episode because I had to take out the copyrighted music. So it doesn't sound, you know, where those cuts are made. It's hard to make, you know, like a perfect flow for the episode. But um, you'll get the gist. This was one of my all-time favorite episodes that I ever put out um, from the archives. So I definitely wanted to put this one out first. Um, I The original air date for this one was April 26th, 2014. So I was 32 years old, and um, my guest, Annie, was just turning 22, I think. And we had met at work and just automatically clicked. Like, she was just one of those people who was really, really open in talking about things. And we talk about, like, depression, abuse, our sexuality, um, things that I think were kind of a little bit ahead of their time and that at, at that specific uh, point in time that we were at back in 2014 and it's just really interesting to see that ripple effect of like these things you know that are that are very normal and everyday for us now like back in 2014 it doesn't seem that long ago but it was a little different so talking about these kind of subjects was still a little bit taboo and Annie was just very open and talking about those kind of things. And that's just something I love um, in someone, just someone who's really open and doesn't care about what people think of them. They're just going to like say what they need to say. And um, it makes for a great episode. And yeah, so I, I uh, went back and listened to this one a few weeks ago and it still holds up, still one of my fucking favorites. So I wanted this to be one of the first ones that I put out. So please enjoy this conversation that I have with my guest and friend, Annie. Thanks for listening. Oh, you're not even 22? You're, okay, Next so. Next in a month I'll be 22. Okay, so I'm 32. So this is a 10 year age difference and I've been trying to get someone younger on here. And we were talking a little bit today about monogamy and just like how that's different for your generation. You said you're known as 
the hookup generation. Which I've hookup never culture. heard before, because I don't... Really? Yeah, but I don't, like, hang out with 20-year-olds and 20 Neither do so. I. It's weird to me, too. Like, I hear about it, and I see it a lot. What does, I observe it, but So, I like, don't, what does that mean to you, the hookup generation? Like, people aren't looking for relationships... You know, they mostly go out and just find people to have sex with. Yeah. And also, like, you... There's usually, like, sex before a relationship. Mm -hmm. So instead of getting to know someone and then sharing that together, you, like, have sex first. And then afterwards, I guess in the morning, over breakfast, you decide if you want to keep seeing each other. And I just think it's really strange. Do you think that's, like, a common thing in people that age? Or do you think it is kind of generational? Like, do you feel do you feel like you fit into that category? Personally, no. I don't think I do. I'm much... I have an old soul. Right. So, you know, we can even say I like to be courted. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, I've had hookups and... You know, I think everybody has. What percentage of people your age that you know and you, like, hang out with do you think think like you and are kind of more, like, observing this happening and not really getting involved in it? Do you think you're kind of rare? I think so. And I think I don't know how many other people notice it as much because I don't really hang out with people my Mm -hmm. age. I didn't go to college, so I never had, you know, like, dorms to fool around in or this great number of people my age Mm -hmm. all concentrated together. Um, Was that, like, a big thing in your high school? Like, was it kind of like, oh, if you're still a virgin, you're not really, you're not cool or you don't fit into certain things? I think so. Like, I don't know if not being a virgin was a big deal, or being a virgin mm-hmm. was a big deal, but not being a virgin was a big deal. Oh, okay. Like, whenever, you know, someone found out that someone had sex, it just spread like wildfire. What age do you remember that, like, really starting to... Like, 17, like my everybody. junior year in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. So, five years ago. But now, I mean, it's just everybody goes to college, and everybody's there you know what do you attribute it to because to me like we kind of touched on like when I was younger we didn't have like this immediate access to like girls seeing like hardcore porn on the internet yeah and I've said this before like if I was 14 years old and that was the first thing I knew of (laughs) sex was getting like ass fucked you know what I mean like I would be terrified I'd just be like this is what sex is yeah I'd be like no thanks that's but like that's happening now you know and I don't know like how much of it is sexual curiosity and how much of it is just like kids quote unquote kids being kids you know like I don't know it's it's weird like I grew up in a small town and my family didn't have internet so I didn't see porn until like I had graduated high school (laughs) I think I'm just like some freak of nature (laughs) by all of this but like yeah it's just there's so much out there if you have a question about sex you don't have to ask someone yeah yeah you don't have to go to a parent or a teacher you can just look it up on google right and you were taught about sex how my mom was like at like what age uh, 
Well, after she caught me with one of my boyfriends when I was like 16, she was like, okay, we're going to talk about everything. Wow. Like, I remember being at a restaurant and her drawing pictures no. of penises and explaining, oh like, God. how to give head properly. Really? And I was like, <gasps> like, now I'm like, okay, like, I know, you know, she was looking out for me and, like, I appreciate that. Like, that's deep. Yeah, but. At the same I, time, I was like, oh my god, no, no. When I imagine the sex talk, because my parents would never even think to give me the sex talk. Yeah. And I don't imagine someone's mom teaching their kid how to give a good blowjob. I imagine it just like, yep. very awkward, oh. like, okay, this I'm is going to go sure here. It had a, like a happy face on it. Wow. And she, I, I remember her describing the happy vein. And like, what? Yeah, I mean, she like went into vivid detail. My oh mom my had a god. lot of sex. So. <laughs> I guess she's kind of like an expert. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. I mean, I guess she just wanted me to be prepared. Yeah. It can be uncomfortable if you really don't know what you're doing. Did you ever get on, like, birth control or any of that, like... Yeah, after I started having sex, I was on birth control. Actually, before I was having sex, just because I had, like, really bad mm-hmm. cramps and stuff. Um, and then... Yeah. How did you adjust to birth control? Like, did it mess with your hormones at all? Or, like, did you notice any mood changes? I don't really remember. Like, I tried different... I'm really terrible at swallowing pills. Yeah. So, like, I tried the ring and stuff, and Mm -hmm. I didn't really notice any changes with that, which I was happy with. But I haven't been on birth control in probably, like, three or four years. Yeah. And I'm having sex, so... Do you think it's, like... For me, a lot of the things I did when I was younger was, like, just being so insecure and uncomfortable with my body. Mm-hmm. I just felt like having sex with people or doing sexual things with guys was, like, being accepted. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, okay, I'm, like, this is my way of receiving love in some weird yeah. way. Even though it wasn't love and they weren't, ex- they were just using me. Oh, no, I definitely feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like, we were talking earlier about instant gratification. Yeah. I feel like sex plays into that mm-hmm. a lot. Like, you see someone at a bar and, you know, you might be attracted to them or like them, but instead of, like, putting the time in right. to see if it would go anywhere, you just sleep with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what good does that do you? And, like, I think we've all been there. I think we've all had, like, you know, that one night kind of situation where she's like, oh, shit, what did I do? But, like, what do you see, like, do you see yourself in a monogamous relationship in the future? Do you see yourself getting married? Is that important to you? I don't know. I've had my experience and situations have been weird. I'm 21 and I've been engaged twice. And yeah. I ended both engagements because it just wasn't what I wanted. And I've had a lot of relationships where I haven't been able to stay faithful, mm-hmm. you know, or it's been an open relationship. And I don't know. I think it just depends on, you know, the people. Why do you think you haven't been able to stay faithful? I get bored really mm-hmm. easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's do it. <laughs> and there have been a couple times, the last time it happened, I was, like, really heavily pressured. And that I, I'm still dealing with, like, the fact that I let myself be pressured yeah. like that in that way, you know. So that was kind of hard to be like, why would I let someone, you know. 
It's you easy. I make that decision for me. I think that's easy to fall into, though, sometimes. It depends, like, where you're at in your life, and it depends yeah. on what you're going through at that particular time. If someone jumps on you in a very weak moment of your life, it's pretty easy to, like, hear what you want to hear yeah, exactly. and allow that feeling to take you over because everyone wants to just feel good, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not something you should beat yourself up about, that's yeah. for sure, you know? Oh, I don't. I just try and, like, honestly, like, learn from my mistakes mm-hmm. and... You know, like, think about why, you know, why did I act like that? Like, what was happening in that moment that I was able to feel that way? And, you know, was it because there was an underlying problem? Mm -hmm. You know, like, did I feel okay to cheat on my significant other because there were already issues with that? Or was it something completely separate? Mm -hmm. And it ended up being, like, I mean, we ended up breaking up, like, two days later anyway. Wow. So that was kind of a catalyst. Mm Mm-hmm. But. Man. (laughs) So I'm at this point right now where I'm kind of, I I mean, I get lonely, but I'm really trying to work on, like, self-love and, like, enjoy being single. And Mm -hmm. it's weird it's It's, really really weird it's really hard to i remember when i was your age and it was just like i did a lot of really desperate things because i need like i attribute a lot of it to like my dad leaving when at such a young age and i just needed like i needed just man i just needed affection from men i needed i need not like so much attention but i needed to know like i was wanted Wanted. by men and I would do things, like, when I lived in Florida, I would just, like, go to the beach at night and be like, I'm going to meet my soulmate here. You know what I mean? Like, just these delusional yeah. romantic thoughts. And it was just, like, I just wanted someone so bad. And I was too scared of myself at that point in my life to be alone by myself and, like, appreciate it the way that I do now. Yeah. Because my head was just, like, oh, my telling me all these horrible things about myself. And I'm just like, I, I can't listen to this. You know, yeah. like, I need to go get out, do something. And I think, like, that's the main reason I didn't want to be alone, because I didn't know how to enjoy it yet. Yeah. I didn't know how to, like, make those, like, you're re- these voices in my head don't make any sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not... They're not rational. Yeah, they're not but right. But you'll believe anything mm-hmm. they say at the time. Yeah. That's what's scary. And I, I have that. I have a lot of, like, mental illness going on and anxiety and just different things. My brain is very weird people are like oh you're so sweet and blah blah, blah. and i'm like no like, you really don't understand what it's like to be in my head but um, well, how do you think because you've said that before i've heard you say that before you think <laughs> i'm sweet but you don't understand but it's like how does that affect your personality how does that affect your mood to why why do you choose those words you think i'm sweet but if you were inside my own head, because it's not affecting the way you are treating people, obviously. No, it doesn't really affect the way I treat people. It affects the way I treat myself. Yourself, yeah. Yeah. I'm really hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, put a lot of pressure on myself and then guilt myself about a lot of things. And right now, I, I feel like I kind of have almost like split personalities. Mm-hmm. And I never know... Which one's going to come out? I never know what's going to trigger one. So right now, I'm really focusing on, like, kind of syncing them Mm -hmm. together to just be content with themselves. So you say, like, two different personalities. How would you describe 
Um, one is very outgoing, uh, very eccentric and brave, um, and the other is very shy. The other one is very insecure and vulnerable mm -hmm. and affected by very little things, you know, um, let's like the tiniest things get under my And skin. when does each personality seem to come out more? Like, are you anxious about showing that personality to like people you don't know, the more outgoing one or the shyer one, the more vulnerable one, do you think? I usually don't let people see my shyer side. Mm -hmm. Um... It usually comes out when I'm by myself. Yeah. Um, kind of like a protection, a little defense yeah, mechanism. Yeah, it's probably my defense. Um, when I'm by myself, I don't, I can't, I'm working right now on dealing with silence. I'm really bad at, like, ha just having silence. My brain kind of goes crazy. So I usually end up talking to myself a mm -hmm. lot. But I talk to myself in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have conversations yeah. with myself like both <laughs> sides out loud so i probably sound a little crazy there. oh my god <laughs> it's little it's little <laughs> it was little usually i'm not that brave with space but it was so tiny it's like a speckle <laughs> i would have freaked out if it was bigger than that it's okay <laughs> i know i know i don't know i'm like I don't know, maybe I have a lot of personalities, because sometimes, you know, like, I just go out there, and I act like I know what I'm doing, and I think, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. You Do know, you really like, think they're different personalities, though? You know, as I'm getting older, and, you know, being by myself more, I think it's just sides of me, and, like, yeah. I just have to figure out how to deal with them best, you know. Do you get... Like, when, describe your anxiety. Like, when, when do you get anxiety? In, like, social instances? Or is it, like... My anxiety comes out mostly... I get really afraid... I'm really afraid of failure. Mm -hmm. To the point where I just won't try something. Oh, okay. So, rather than try something and possibly fail at it, mm -hmm. I just won't do it. Um... I get weird about being in groups of people I don't know because mm -hmm. I don't know how to act, yeah. you know, until people get to know me. Um, I have a big personality and some people like that and some people are really intimidated by that. So it makes it kind of difficult sometimes. I think you're just multifaceted. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like separate personalities. It's just like there's just a lot of facets to you and I think yeah. I find that interesting in people like that's what I'm drawn to that's what I'm attracted to you know what I mean like yeah. they don't want to have the same conversation with someone all the time you know like and I like seeing those different sides of people you know what I mean like I would embrace that and just really like, oh yeah I try and rock it as much yeah. as possible I think previously especially like in relationships I tried to like choke it down a lot I tried to hide it mm -hmm. and you know, my last boyfriend was very supportive, but he just didn't understand. Right. Like, he has never dealt with depression or anxiety like mm -hmm. that. So, while he supported me, he just, he wouldn't, he didn't get it. And it made it really difficult to be with him. Do you still experience depression sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Um, I've been doing pretty good lately. I had, like, a weird lapse a couple weeks ago. And 
most of that is just like getting down about like how I feel about myself. It's mostly like, I used to think it was how other people felt about me. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was mostly my perceptions of yeah. what people thought about me. Like it doesn't even have to be what they actually think. This is blowing my mind because... What I think, you know, if, if people... Okay, so this, like, lapse happened because I met this guy, and mm-hmm. I thought that he was amazing. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, who knew that I would meet, you know, my yeah. soulmate or whatever. And not that he was my soulmate, but he was really interesting, and we got along really well, and we talked about, like, hanging out again. He came back to my house with me, and we, like, made out all night and into the morning, and, like, he slept in my bed and everything, but I wouldn't have sex with him. Yeah. I was like, I don't know you. I'm not having yeah. sex with you. Haven't heard from him. No shit. Yeah. Well, heard from him once. Heard, uh, what days are you free this week? And then nothing. <laughs> So it was, like, enough to get my hopes up, mm-hmm. like, that we'd see each other again. Um, and then just nothing. Like, no response anymore. Mm. So that, like, you know, kind of set me back. But I'm kind of at a point now where it's, like, if if you don't see how awesome I am, fuck you. <laughs> I'm fucking fabulous. <laughs> okay, do you believe that when you say it? Yeah. you just say Yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm messed up. I've got scars and baggage galore, but I'm fucking awesome. Then you're, like, so much more advanced than so many people your age. You I know, have no which is idea, why like, I how much you have figured out. I can't hang out with people. Yeah. My, I just can't do it. Like, I meet people my age, and I'm like, oh... Just, oh, grow up. Like, talk to me in mm-hmm. eight years. I don't know. Yeah. What, like, what kind of... How do you see yourself? Like, if there were things you would want to change about yourself, like, what are you most hard on yourself about? Probably, like, allowing other people's feelings about me to affect me mm-hmm. more. And, like, I have a really hard time with rejection, even if it's, like, perceived. Um, so I'd like to change that. I'm working Something on I've noticed that. is when you have kind of, like, a really outgoing personality and you come off as not really tough, but just, like... Strong. Confident yeah. and strong. People think that you're unbreakable. Yeah. You know what I mean? They almost feel more free to tell you things about yourself mm-hmm. that are like, she wouldn't even be bothered by this. Yeah. Like, I've had a lot of that in my life. You know, it's just like, I still have a heart. You know what I mean? Just because, yeah. like, I portray this big personality doesn't necessarily mean, like, I don't cry and I don't have feelings. You know what I mean? But that's, like, one thing I've noticed is people feel a lot more open with just sharing, oh, yeah. like, anything with someone who seems as confident as you do, you know oh, what I yeah. mean? And it's I mean, hard I to, have, like... I have an issue with... Well, not an issue. I like it. I actually kind of love it about myself that people feel really comfortable talking to me mm-hmm. just from the get-go. Yeah. You know, and it's usually people who have personalities like mine, but, um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like, a lot of people confide in me a lot mm-hmm. of things. And sometimes it surprises me just... You know. But you have that. You 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 kind of almost um, portray that openness, like within moments of meeting people. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like I just want to tell you things. I want to tell you things about myself. <laughs> yeah, tell me. Tell me. <laughs> it's very interesting. 
Yeah, I don't know. There's not... And, and I'm the same way. I mean, I meet people and I'll just tell mm-hmm. you, you know, whatever I'm thinking. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm weird and I like it. So, like, what what are you looking for in a relationship at this point in your life? I've thought a lot about that recently and I really don't know. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I think I have ideas of what I would like, but I think I probably have better ideas of what I don't want. Exactly. Right and I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know. I've had enough bad experiences that I can, you know, judge someone mm-hmm. early enough. You know, not judging a book by its cover, but you can you know, get that there's feeling. certain signs yeah. and yeah, and feelings where I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's you know you know, and like this guy who's not texting me back, you know, couple years ago I'd be you know heartbroken and probably still trying to text him and get him to talk to me and right now I'm like okay if you don't want to talk to me it's your loss it really is because I'm fucking fun and (laughs) you I guess you don't want to have fun that's That's not my problem I'll have fun without you you know so and I'm just trying to like take experiences as they come Mm -hmm. a lot of times I I'm a very avid daydreamer, yeah. and um, my imagination gets the best of me. So, like, meeting this guy, you know, in my head, I turn it into this yeah. fantasy of a relationship. Yeah. And it's like, right now, I'm just like, well, you know, at the very least, like, I had an awesome night. Mm-hmm. So, what do I have to complain about? There's a lot of times that um, women are considered, like, we want to nurture men and help men do you see yourself as kind of i spent a lot of years like going after those troubled guys and just like i'm gonna make them realize how awesome they Mm -hmm. are and i'm gonna help them and i'm gonna fix them so they can see clearly anymore good good that's (laughs) i used to want that really bad like and it's funny because like um growing up going to 12 set meetings with my mom and stuff you hear a lot like you can't um, you can't change someone who mm-hmm. doesn't want to change. And it's true. I mean, even in a relationship, I know plenty of people in relationships who exert so much energy just trying to change other people. Yeah. And it's like, you really just got to take someone at face value mm-hmm. that that's how they're going to be. And, you know, that was the problem with my last relationship. I I didn't want to be a mom. Yeah. <laughs> and my ex had two kids and, you know... I don't know why in my brain I thought it would get easier or I'd want to do it, but it just didn't happen. And, you know, eventually it caused us to break up, but, you know, I'd much rather be single now than unhappy with that. How do you think that shaped your life, like going to 12-step meetings when you were a kid? Do you think that kind of gave you a lot of the knowledge that you have today of, like, how to read people? Or, like, what do you think? Yeah, I think it gave me a good foundation of, you know, just how to deal with life. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot worse shit that I could be going through, and I've seen a lot of it firsthand. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times where... You know, I might be dealing with anxiety or stress about something, and I just think back to things I've heard in the rooms. Um, I Yeah, I think it really helps keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, I'll go to Al-Anon, which is... Um, Alcoholics and Well, Al-Anon is for families of Oh, alcoholics. okay. Um, family and friends, anyone... I mean, you could be a co-worker, it doesn't matter, wow. but... 
it's kind of like free therapy. Yeah, like yeah. Just going back and hearing that other people are That's having it. issues mm-hmm. and like this is how they're dealing with them and you know just having a group to makes you not feel so alone. And yeah, it, yeah, definitely. Because it's dealing with addiction, you know, whether it be firsthand or secondhand, if it's someone you know, it's unlike anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, it really takes a toll on people. Do you believe that it's generational? Like, do you see any signs in yourself, like, any addictive behavior? Yeah. Yeah. But I have a really strong family history Mm -hmm. of it. So, I use that as, you know, I remain aware of it. Right. So, like, sometimes I like to drink, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, control myself. Yeah. So... I've learned my limits, and Mm -hmm. I stay within those, and, you know, I have a problem with people pressuring me to do things I don't want to do. I have a couple friends who, you know, are always like, oh, you're not drinking, and blah, 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 and it's like, well, I don't have to. Like, I'm, you know, I'm content (laughs) being like this, and, you know, if you want to get shit-faced, go for it, but... I never understood that. Like, why does it have to be, if we're doing it, you have to be doing it. Why aren't you doing it? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, I know my limit, and it's it's high because Mm -hmm. I have this, you know, tolerance. Yeah, Yeah, I can drink a lot more than other people. Um, But that doesn't mean, you know, one of my best friends has two beers and she gets really almost drunk from that. It's like I'm not going to pressure her to do that, but... Were you, like, do you remember, like, drinking at a young age, or did you kind of start, like, just right around your 20s, or... Um, well, I mean, growing up in a house with two recovering alcoholics, there was no such thing as that. I drank at, like, a couple parties in high school. My best friend lived the complete opposite life of me. She never got grounded. Her mom would do her homework for her. Wow. Um, and she and her twin brother would have, like, co-ed parties, and there'd be tons of alcohol, and the rule was, wow. like, everybody had to, you had to be in the house or the garage, and everybody slept over. Oh, my God. So, completely different. So, wow. like, I drank a little bit like that, but um, when I moved to Pittsburgh, and after I broke up with my first fiancé, I went, I went through some weird depression and and a lot of insecurities and I drank a lot then Mm -hmm. so how long was that how long was the first engagement about nine months they had like almost the same timeline it was really weird they actually proposed in the same week two years apart wow how long were you with them before that um about nine months wow yeah so it was about nine months they proposed, and then about nine more months till I just said, no way. Wow. So, I think now, I mean, I don't know if I want to get married or not yet, but I think I'm going to propose if yeah. I do. <laughs> and, like, you know, I'm sure if I'm with someone and we talk about that, I'm just going to be like, look, you know, it's, yeah. it has to be my decision. Yeah. Like, I have to want it. Were you excited when both of them asked you, or were you just suddenly like, ooh, like, kind of um, freaked out? The second one I was excited for. The first one... Did you feel obligated to say yes at all? A little bit. Yeah. 
The first one, I really didn't know anybody else. I didn't oh, okay. really have a lot of friends. I just moved to Pittsburgh you know, maybe like five months before mm-hmm. that, and like I just didn't know people. I didn't have a life yeah. outside of our relationship. So I guess at the time it just seemed okay. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like yeah. that's what, okay, I guess that's next. But that was a complete mess of a relationship, and... It was really unhealthy. You were probably just really codependent if you didn't know anyone else. Yeah, and he was extremely codependent, too. Mm-hmm. And just just bad. Like, that was just... It was a really unhealthy relationship yeah. for me. So you were probably pretty young at that point. Uh, I got engaged when I was 18. 18? Yeah. So, and I got engaged again when I was 20. I don't know. People just want to marry me. <laughs> I have... I have had people tell me that if, like, one of my friends is um, 35 and he's in love with me and he will tell people that I'm interested in, like, if you have a chance with her, don't let her go. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't? No. Like, please don't tell people that because I can't take any more rings in my face. I just can't deal with it. So much pressure. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. And... I don't know. I mean, to be 20 and be a mom of kids, you know, the one is only 15 years younger than me. That's so weird to me. Like, I mean, I would go to, like, stuff at a school and I'd be like, I just graduated high school, like, a few years ago. I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, Do you think you'll ever want kids? Yeah, I think so. I don't know in what you know, capacity, like, Mm -hmm. if I want to be married, or, I've thought about just having a kid. Yeah. And just fucking rocking that. Yeah. Because I think it'd be fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which is probably terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, fun. Let's let's try it. I can always take it back. (laughs) Thought it worked out fine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm always scared, like, I'm gonna just totally mess up a kid. Like, I'm just, I I want my tubes tied, I don't even want, like, the chance, like, I mean, I've had, like, I've, I've been through, like, so many shitty relationships, but I've had an abortion, and it was just, like, this wake-up call, you know what I mean? Like, this is easy to make a mistake with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to get some kind of surgery. I don't even think I'm able to have kids anymore, honestly. Like, because I, of that? Because of my abortion, and, like, when I was in this really... This is going to sound so bad. Okay. I was in probably, like, 24, 25, and mm-hmm. I just came off of, like, a six- or seven-year addiction to, like, painkillers and morphine and all these pills and stuff. And I just started drinking really heavily. Like, I replaced that addiction yeah. with alcohol because I was living back with my parents at, like, 25 and, like, had rules again. And it was just, oh, like, fun. just totally rebelling against that. And I would go to the bar and just get wasted out of my mind and just hook up with, like, some random guy, mm-hmm. wake up in a hotel room and just, like, I don't know if we used a condom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what happened. And I would just, like, punch myself in the stomach to make sure that, like, nothing happened. Like, I'm... There can't... Do you think that was, like, a viable form of... <laughs> I, I did, yes. I was just like... I, I mean, I just, 
like throughout the day, I just do it like really hard three times, and just like that, that should do it. That should be good. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure like everything down here is just horribly messed up. Like I'm probably gonna have like liver transplant or something in my life. But it was just like that's how desperate I was for like. But like at the same time, I was just delusional because I'm the one making these mistakes. But like when you have no self worth at all and you just feel like the biggest bottom dweller, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, doing that kind of stuff just seemed like nothing. You know, just like, I'm worthless anyway. Like, why not yeah. let, let someone treat me like I'm worthless? Yeah, I spent a lot of time feeling like that, too. Mm-hmm. At one time, I thought I was pregnant, and I didn't know who the father would have been. Wow. It was a tie between this guy that I worked with who was married. Shit. And my friend's son. <laughs> <laughs> Who I also worked with. <laughs> Both of them. Damn. I worked with him and his mom. <laughs> and, yeah, my period was ten days late, uh, and I was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I, like, went to one of my coworkers and, like, just spilled everything to her. No and she shit. had no clue, like, that I was sleeping with this guy or that guy. And she was like... <gasps> Oh, um, okay, I don't know. She was like, I have, I have no idea what to tell you. Well, is that, like, I don't know, I can't attribute it to anything else. It wasn't like, I was just like, meh, if I get AIDS, eh, if I get pregnant. It was just, I don't know how to describe it, but I just didn't give a shit about yeah. my body. Didn't give a shit what was happening to it. It was just like, I'm getting attention from men, and that's all I know. So I'm getting some kind of attention yeah. from men, and I'm feeling wanted. For some sober part of that night, you know what I mean? It was just so fucked up. But it's like I can't, I can't attribute it to anything else. But like, just feeling like a piece of shit. You yeah. Know? And yeah. like, girls go through that. I think. Like, I don't think we're that rare. Of like, a lot of girls feel like that about yeah. themselves at some point in their life. Yeah. I mean, after I ended my first engagement, my ex moved out, and I had this apartment to myself, and I. People would come over to my house, and I would have cans of green beans in my pantry and, like, six bottles of alcohol in my freezer for, like, months. Yeah. And that also with, like, a gravity bomb built on my table (laughs) for months at a time. And, like, people would come over. and like an art piece. Yeah, it was. I mean, five-gallon bucket, 96-ounce apple juice bottle, and, like, we would call it the mind eraser because we would just... My uh, two really good friends would come over and we'd get high out of our minds. And, like, I don't remember shit. Yeah. I'm like, there were a couple months where I either drank or smoked everything away. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to, I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So I'm not going to remember anything. Like, I'm going to act like a fool for a couple hours and then wake up somewhere in my apartment. <laughs> Do you feel like you were just trying to escape, like, the thoughts in your head? Or were you trying oh, to yeah. escape? Yeah. Or what What was the second option? Or anything, yeah. Just, like, a yeah. experience or... Well, it was right after I, like, ended this relationship and I was, like, I didn't... I still didn't have, like, a whole lot of friends, so the friends that I did have were coming over and we were all getting high and drinking and, um, you know, I just... Yeah, I didn't want to think about being by myself. Yeah. So if I couldn't be with other people and just I think that's the difference between like recreational users or whatever and like people with, like me with an addictive 
personality that I've mm-hmm. been told 500 times I don't know what the fuck that is um, and where it's just like I need to constantly be not anymore but like I needed to constantly be draining out those thoughts mm-hmm. that would arise like I remember just like taking just handfuls of pills and like I would puke them up in the toilet because my body was rejecting it it's yeah. like this is too much and I would like pick them out of the toilet like that's how desperate wow. I was yeah. to just be like get me away from like these thoughts you know what yeah. I mean and it's like that's that's why I can't just do it rec- recreationally you know what I mean like drinking I can do like now and then it's not a big deal but like any kind of drugs like that and I'm just like Ugh, I yeah. want it all the time you know yeah I mean uh, like at the same time like so I'm drinking all the time I mean I would like go home drink all night I would take uh rumple mints so like peppermint mm-hmm. schnapps I'd make hot chocolate at night yeah. and then let it sit out all night until the next morning when I'd wake up and I'd drink spiked hot chocolate wow. and then I'd go to work. <laughs> and, like, oh, I mean, like, I fell asleep on the toilet at work a couple times. Really? Like, yeah, like, I just, I am, so I'm drinking out of my mind, getting high as fuck just to forget about everything. And then in the midst of that, I had probably, like, six different guys coming down, mm-hmm. whether it was this guy who was married or my friend's son or other random people in my life like anyone who wanted yeah. to come over i was like let's go ahead and take our clothes off like, <laughs> i don't give a shit i yeah there was a really long period of time where i just didn't give a shit about mm-hmm. anything i didn't care i just put this wall up and was the married guy was that like kind of the fantasy of doing it with a married guy or did you actually like like him for him oh i really liked him and we hit it off really Really? well um for like a couple weeks and then like before anything happened in that regards i uh like i found out he was married and i was like are you kidding like that's a joke right and he's like no i'm married and like he would like give me rides home from work sometimes and the one night he like just showed up at my house and was he was like I was missing you and like he kissed me and I was like okay like is this a thing now like what's going on and I don't know like at the time he was having issues with his wife and they weren't getting along and at one point they like got in this big fight and he ended up staying at my house for like three nights yeah and like that first night we had sex and then the next night we had sex and the next night we had sex and like it was like three months and like I yeah I didn't give a shit yeah cause like it, it would be nice to make this like a lifetime movie and just be like oh my god I felt so guilty but honestly like I don't know I don't know how like he's I can't... making that decision yeah too I mean it's like yeah, it's like I'm not It's not married. right, yeah. but it's like, I can't say, you know what I mean? Like, no one can ever say, like, I would never do that, you know what I mean? Until oh, yeah. you're actually in that situation. To go as far as, like, to that point, and then all of a sudden he just drops that bomb on you. It's just like, well, we've already established, like, feelings for each other, yeah, you know? And, and like, we've was. actually started something here, and that's really difficult. Yeah. And, I mean, it went it went beyond everything like he was like oh I'm gonna leave her and like I'm gonna be with her and then like I realized that like if he left her he still wanted to be married so he was gonna replace her with me and I was like 
you know, that's okay. But, like, I was still, I mean, I was just, I just, I let, like, other people's emotions become my own. Yeah. So, like, the fact that he wanted me was enough Mm -hmm. for me to want him back. Um, And now, like, looking back, I'm like, I'm so happy that he picked her. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so grateful. Like, sometimes I think about, like, emailing him and being like, tell me you guys are doing good. Like, I want (laughs) to hear that this, like, made you stronger, you know? Like, as twisted as that sounds, like, I hope it I hope it made them. I just want to, like, try to explain it so it doesn't, it's not like, it's, it's when you're a girl who feels that way about herself and you're in that kind of headspace, there's something really sexy about a married guy wanting you. I mean, oh, there, yeah. it's just like a huge turn on. It's a huge, it's like feeding this ego. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? It's not like you're just like, oh, I'm seeking out to destroy a marriage. You know what I mean? It's just no, like, it's just, that's a I'm, huge turn on for a girl who's in like that kind of yeah. spot, you know? Well, I've realized since then, and like, especially since I've been single, that I'm way more attracted to people who are unavailable. Yeah. Just. Like, if you show me someone that I get along with and that I'm, like, attracted to, and then you tell me that they're taken or, like, not available, I'm, like, I want to be all over. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You like a challenge. I do. I don't know. There's something, like, and it's hard, like, with married guys because, like, I don't know. They, like, get married and then they, they're, like, they switch to this, like. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just something really weird about <laughs> You see that ring and you're like, damn. <laughs> Sometimes, that, I don't that know. That ring looks good on you. Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I hope, I, I, I don't know. All I can say is I hope I feel that way about, you know, my husband if I ever yeah. have one. Hopefully that feeling carries over to my marriage. Like, oh, you're taking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mama. <laughs> I do that now. Yeah. I just like hurry up. Your wife's gonna be home any minute. Oh, okay. See, like, I just think I don't know. People don't keep it fresh. Anymore. Yeah, like, you have to. Yeah, especially with, I get bored doing mm-hmm. anything for an extended period of time. So relationships yeah. really bore yeah. me for a while. Like I've seen the same situation yeah. all the time. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you got the moves down packed. Like. Bring some outfits, put a mask yeah. on, you know, like... When we're having sex and I'm changing position yeah. for you, <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, like, <laughs> like what I know instinctively yeah. what we're doing next, yeah. it's like, no, yeah. come on, like, yeah. fuck me in the back of that Acura, <laughs> whatever, like, <laughs> And it's hard, too, I mean, like, we just... <laughs> it's so funny, what? the best sex I probably ever had was in the bathroom at the Rivers Casino at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh my <laughs> On my god. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like what, in a bathroom stall? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. The like cleaning lady came in during it and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you might want to wipe that one out. <laughs> Happy 21st. Wow. Oh, yeah, that was the best birthday Oh, my God. Ever Did you know him, or is like, just some um, hot guy? <laughs> it wasn't a him. For real? Oh, my God. Yeah. How did you do it? In a bathroom stall? Yeah. We, I was standing up. <laughs> you Damn. Like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I knew her. She was my best friend's girlfriend. No shit. Yeah, and he knew. <laughs> he knew, and he said he didn't have a problem with it. Wow. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> wow. But, like, yeah, fucking take me to the bathroom. Like, he just, oh. I just, I like spontaneity in any form. Yeah. So, like, just, let's do something different. What's the longest relationship you've ever been in? Probably my first, just because I was, like, 15. Yeah. We lived in different towns and went to different schools, so... It was, like, two years. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, like... I, like I said, I get bored really easy. So, like... it, And it's weird because... Like, I'm always... When I get in a relationship, after a while, I get bored. And mm-hmm. then I get unhappy. And yeah. And, like, I think it's something that they're doing, but really, I just don't want to be in it anymore. It is. And also, like, it's hard for someone to understand like completely take in all that is you you know what i mean like it's 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 you have to find the right person who's going to be able to do that and like at this age it's really hard to find you know what i mean like i'm not trying to be like you're never good but it's just like guys takes it takes them so long to that's why i appreciate a woman like you and you know men or women (laughs) um so it's just like it's it's yeah yeah it's really funny like um like i watch i usually i'll go out by myself and i just watch people yeah i love i just yeah i'm a big people watcher human nature yeah. and seeing what people do and how they <laughs> interact with each other and yeah. i love watching like guys at bars <laughs> oh my god yes like i love like watching i love watching guys watching girls <laughs> yeah because it's like i was at the bar last night and like i was sitting at a table by myself like completely alone drinking a beer right. all these guys walk past look at me no one stops and like says anything though and then like this like little petite blonde girl walks in mm-hmm. and like everyone was like look at her like literally like pointing like look at her look at her and i'm like what age like but it's interesting the people that i do get attracted yeah, to me yeah. are all older mm-hmm. because i'm not a stick you right. know <laughs> and i have a brain yeah <laughs> like because that kind of all gets left behind in, like, the college and the high school. Yeah. Like, it's the like what age or, like, what happens where you start to realize that there's more to people than, like, their It's different for everyone, but, like, you are way ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find any guys your age no. that are ever going to be able to, like, grasp that yeah. situation. No one can handle me. No. Yeah. No. But, like, my last, um, the last guy I was engaged to was 30 he was 28 when we started dating um and I was 19 mm-hmm. and then after that I went in psycho mode for a while and I was sleeping with a 41 year old wow and then um the last guy I had sex with was 30 okay so like it's always way older I mean I don't I don't consider it way older because I don't <clears throat> I hate telling people how old I am because people yeah. Like, make judgments about it. You only look 21. 
Do I? Yeah. Because I mean, most people it, guess that I'm, like, 20... I've had people who are 25 guess that I'm 27. I would say, like, 24 at most. 23, 24. Yeah. But, like, talking to you, I'm just, like, you're my age. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're just... Well, I mean, yeah, My most of my friends are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Between 30 and... Uh, my one friend is 38. Did you hang out with, like, older kids in high school, too? Like... Not really. Yeah. I was, like, the lone wolf in high school. Mm-hmm. I was, like, that kid who I had a lot of friends, but they were all in different circles. Yeah. So, like, I hung out with, like, a couple of jocks and a couple of art freaks and a couple of music weirdos. And, like, I just, like, got along. I get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would have situations where... You know, I would have tons of people around me, but still feel really Mm -hmm. lonely. Um, There's also, like, a stigma, because I was like that, too. I was like, that was my goal my senior year, was to get, like, everybody to get, like, I was going to convince everyone. Like, my graduating class was, like, 56 kids. Okay. And I was like, like, we're not going to have clicks anymore. We're done with clicks. I'm going to get everyone to get along. And I would go and, like, try to get all these clicks, because I got along with everybody. And I just, like, every time I'd go do a different click, you'd just get these glares. Yeah. How can you talk to them? You're so much fun. You're so great. And then you go talk to those skis balls. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would have a lot of people who would, like, I would have, like, a friend in a little click. And everyone else in that click yeah. would be really against Yeah, me. yeah. Because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in, in with yeah. them. And I didn't hang out with just them. And it's like, well, fuck you guys. It's like, so ridiculous. But it's yeah. like, that's your world in high school. You know what I mean? That, like, warps that, but that, like, you think this is what the outside world is. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, you think totally this is what life not. is going to be like forever. Yeah, okay. And then you get out and you're like, no, I'm awesome. Yeah. All those people suck. <laughs> I'm the awesome one. Oh, I always say, like, if I could go back to high school, like, knowing what I know now, I'd probably get the fuck out of it. Like, I would fucking own it. I would. Yeah, can you imagine just, like, not caring about anything, anything? and just, like, do you feel like you have any regrets right now? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Or are you kind of like, everything happens for a reason? I'm kind of like that. I think, um, I kind of regret wasting so much time in pointless relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that I would have realized things sooner. But do you feel like you gained a lot of insight from that? Oh, yeah. I definitely think it gave me a, you know, broader view of my world. I mean, Jesus Christ, what if you had gotten married to that first guy? Uh, that's like <laughs> honestly one of us probably would have killed ourselves yeah that's how unhealthy like that is how unhealthy that relationship was uh-huh. um i was at a really low point then and and then it was tough after that because i was already so low but i had him to hold on to mm-hmm. you know and to um you know be that fill that codependent void and then when he left i just sank even deeper that's all you had really at yeah that point. basically so i just replaced him with lots of alcohol and lots of pot <laughs> and lots of other boys fucking and, yeah i mean and it's weird like i i like lost friends over that that wow. i'm just like starting to get back really so that's interesting yeah. Even though they knew that was unhealthy for you? Oh, like, people that I, like, hooked up with back then. Oh. 
would be like, yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> wow. What, what is your ideal relationship then? You said you get bored really easily, so, like, is this something where it's, like, I can't be monogamous with one certain person or do you think like if you found that one person like you wouldn't have that urge to I don't know if I ever would not have that urge yeah I just don't know I haven't met that person yet Mm -hmm. um I think right now I wouldn't mind something that was more open I don't really want to be like labeled yeah I think once like you establish labels I like usually pull back and get panicked yeah. by that. Um, there tends to be, like, all these rules come in once, yeah. like, you're labeled. Yeah, you know? like, oh, you're my girlfriend, right. and now I can't do yeah. this, 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 right. and this. And it's like, no, that's not how it should be. Um, I don't know. I want someone who's okay with me just being who I am. Mm-hmm. And if that means that, like, I have sex with other people or they have sex with other people, then that's cool. I think that... It's, and it's not like, to me, like being in a relationship and being faithful, it's like, okay, like you, you're not going out and like actively like seeking right. someone to have sex with. But if an opportunity should arise, mm-hmm. why should I have to say no right. to that experience? Like yeah. that's all it is. It's just an experience. And mm-hmm. like, it's like I still come home to you, you know. Speaking of labels, like when I was younger, it was... I would hook up with girls, you know what I mean? And it was just like, oh, well, then you're a lesbian. You know, mm-hmm. you must be a lesbian. It was just like, but I don't date a lot of girls, you know what I yeah. mean? It's just like I'm sexually, I'm very sexually attracted to women, and I like being with women, you know yeah. what I mean? But I also really like being with men, and I'm very yeah. sexually attracted to men. And, oh, well, you're bi. And it's just like, I never felt like I fit into any of those categories. Yeah. Though, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just... I like people in general, you know oh what I mean? God. Okay, you're blowing <laughs> I've never heard anyone else describe it that way. I'm the same way. Like, I've had sex with girls and, you know, been with girls, and but I also, yeah, I like I, being I've with never guys had, and, like, like, labeled myself, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, if I mean, I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. you yeah. You know? I mean, I usually, like, I have this issue where I have to kind of, like, I don't know, my family would never be okay with that. Um, so I'm usually, like, pretty in the closet. About right, it. right. But um, there are a couple people I've come out to, and, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm bi, or like, yeah, I like, like, I like people. That's yeah. all it is. Like, I don't stereotype yeah. my gender. Like, I, if I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. And I actually... Well, I came out as bi while I was in my last relationship. Really? And I was like, yeah, it really caused me a lot of stress. Couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Wow. And then I was like, you know what? Um, <laughs> I like girls. Yeah. Like, that. that's just... It's not... It's And it's like, I also got a lot of like, oh, it's a phase and you'll grow mm-hmm. out of it. And like... No. Still attracted to chicks. Like, still, not to the point where it's just like, oh, my God, I need you. But it's just like, that's never going to go away for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, and I don't, I've I've just never felt comfortable labeling myself as anything. You know, not straight even. You know what I mean? It's just like, I I like who I like. I feel like like, playing around with queer lately. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'll have to think about it. Like, are, (laughs) is that as big of a thing, like, for your generation is, like, 
are there still those kind of stereotypes, or is it just like everybody's just kind of hooking up? I feel like everybody's just hooking up. Yeah. But for me, like, I know, like, it was funny, when I came out to my sister, um, she had a girlfriend at the time, and she didn't know that I already knew about it, um, but then I saw them in public once. Yeah. And she was like, "Ah." and the next time I saw her, she was like, so I have a secret, like, that girl, she's my girlfriend, and blah, 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 and I was like, okay, cool, like, that's awesome, (laughs) and I was like... I was in the car with her and my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, well, I mean, if you're afraid I'm going to tell mom, like, I can give you some collateral, and I was like, I was like, I like girls too, and she's like, oh, like, you've had a girlfriend? And I'm like, no, but I know that I like them. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to have sex with someone to know that I'm attracted to them. Right, exactly. Do you feel like you're more attracted to someone's personality or their looks? Personality. Yeah. Definitely. I've never been like, look at the abs on that guy. I'm just like, no, I'm not I'm into guys' bodies. I'm really not. Either. I'm so like, chicks go crazy about muscles, and I'm like, I could give a shit. Like, that's hard. I, I always from, like, go for either like teddy bear guys mm-hmm. or like those like awkwardly skinny guys. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like lanky, always, like, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't tell if they're gay or not. <laughs> I, my, like, the first couple people that I ever had crushes on and stuff, like, were gay guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, and still, like, I'll be, like, attracted to someone and be like, oh, you're making out with a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had experiences where you like a girl and she doesn't like you back? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of... you haven't really acted on... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have, like, girls in my life who I'm attracted to, but they're just friends, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's funny, um, a couple weeks ago, one of my friends was visiting from out of town. She was staying in a hotel, and we went out drinking, and while we were out drinking, I came out to her. And she was like, okay, like, whatever. She's (laughs) like, we had been talking for a while about stuff, and she's like, yeah, but based on what you were saying, I kind of figured. She's like, thanks for telling me, though. I was like, yeah. And we, like, go back to her hotel room, and we were sleeping in the same bed, and, like, at one point, we're both laying on our backs, and she rolls on her side, and she goes, do you want a spoon? <laughs> and it was, like, so cute. Like, Aww. it wasn't, like, sexual or anything, yeah. and she's, but, That's like, sweet. we're that good of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like, I don't care if you like girls, like, so... Yeah, that's another thing. Like, going back to high school, I would have fucked so many bitches. Dude. <laughs> Sometimes I, like, look, I think uh, back at high school, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, And you know, like, it's weird because, like, once you're kind of, because in my high school, I was just, like, dyke. You know what I mean? Me and my best friend, my best girlfriend, we would, like, hardcore make out before the buses would come nice. because people, like, would get enraged, and we'd just be, like, all over each every single day. And all the jocks would be standing there just like, that's disgusting. That is so gross. It's just, like, their fucking wood just going out of control. You know what I mean? You die. She lets me, like, you sit there and watch every goddamn day. Yeah. But it was just, like, you go home so then I was known as, like, the dyke, you know yeah. what I mean? And all these girls who were curious, you know what I mean? It was just like, well, what's this like? And what's this like? And it was just like, I became Let like this test. You. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, I know she's really open about it. So it's just like, just even putting that out there, you know, girls are very willing to experiment. A lot of girls are, yeah. I think like people would be surprised how many girls are willing to experiment with someone who's like, just open about it. Someone who's just like willing to be like, look, this is it. It's not that big of a deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
I'm great at it, you know, like, just, like, just sit back and enjoy, <laughs> but it's, like, it is very hush-hush, I think, among women yeah. a lot, and it's just, like, chicks really aren't that scared to, like... Yeah, I think it's funny, like... When this, says inhibition, you know? Yeah, well, the friend that I was talking about, it's funny because she's experimented with girls, but before she ever experimented with guys... Like, when she was really, really young. Wow. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, well, my mom caught me with my best friend. We were both naked in my bed, <laughs> making out, and we were ten. Oh, and she was like, yeah, and she was like, I just realized, like, it wasn't for me. She's like, I think women are beautiful, but I'm just not attracted to them. Like, wow. And I'm like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Like... <laughs> Ten. You've done the test. You've done the research. I can't blame you. Like, okay, if you don't feel that way, you know. Wow. Yeah. But was it? Is it like when you were in high school? Did like gay people or bi people still get like a lot of heat for that? We like. Or was it kind of more accepted? I lived in a really small town, so we like didn't have like we had gay people, but like. They, well, we had a couple gay guys in my grade, my friends that I had had crushes on, and I grew up with them. Like, I was there when they came out and everything. But they were, like, kind of outcasted by certain people. Mm -hmm. And then, I think in my senior year, there were two girls who started dating, and they were probably, like, sophomores. And I just remember, like, seeing them walk around the halls, like, Mm -hmm. holding hands and stuff. But... I don't know, they were, they weren't in my class, so, like, I don't know what kind, I think people just, like, they always had, like, a, like, space around Yeah. Them. You know, people didn't want to get too close. Like, catch it. Yeah, like, <laughs> Where yeah. do you think that urge comes from to want to, want unattainable people? Have you ever thought about it? I have. Um... This is going to sound really fucked up, but I kind of feel like it might be part of my daddy issues. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know, like, knowing that it's not going to work out, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, almost, yeah, like, knowing that it's not going to happen. I did this weird thing as a kid, like, I would go over to my friends' houses and flirt with their dads and like want their dads so bad to like hit on me yeah all the time i mean all the time growing up that was like my big fantasy was just like hooking up with one of my friend's dads and i i assume that's got to be daddy issues because like a lot of girls have come out and said that you know what i mean but like i i there i did a lot of weird shit like that you know with like older men it always had to be like that older male like father figure when i started um sleeping with that 41 year old my mom like my mom found out and my mom's 50 so Mm. she was like uh yeah she literally was like you need to see a counselor really (laughs) because you're clearly not dealing with things with your dad and i was like fuck you (laughs) wow fuck you fuck you like I don't think that was a daddy issue thing. I think that was more like, you're here, Mm -hmm. I feel like shit, and I need your cock to fill this emptiness inside. Yeah. (laughs) So, and then that guy was insane, so fucking put an end to that, but... That's usually what I do. Like, if I can't deal with something, I just replace it with other things I can't deal with, and then eventually everything spirals out of control, and... 
I have to rebuild my life. So I think before I get in another relationship, I'd like to be stable. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, have you thought about seeing a therapist or, like, going to counseling or anything like that? Yeah, I have. I've thought about it a lot. I don't know why I don't. I mean, I don't think it would hurt. I think I everybody just, should, honestly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... It's just, like... Talking to a complete stranger about your shit is just so rewarding. It's yeah. ridiculous. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just good to hear someone you have no idea who they are telling you things that maybe like other people have told you all your life. Yeah. But hearing it from that person who doesn't know shit about you except mm-hmm. like the things you're spouting out right now is amazing. You know what I, I mean? I think that's almost, maybe that's why I tell people mm-hmm. so much just from the start, because it's like, okay, you're, like, a fresh mind, you have, like, a new perception of this, and, like, you know, you might be able to see it a different way, so I'm just like, let me tell you all these things about me, and see what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Please, give me feedback. (laughs) What do you think you're fearful of if you had just, like, a healthy, normal relationship? Uh, What do you mean? Like... Like, what... What if you didn't have that need to, like, find someone who was unattainable or, like, need that? Because I don't think that that's obviously not a healthy thing. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's not... There's something... It's some kind of void in you. Yeah. That you're trying to recreate or change. And I think it does come down to some kind of daddy issue. You know what I mean? But it's just, like, what... There's something underlying there that why you kind of go after guys who aren't available. I don't, maybe it's because, I don't know, like, you, you know, you flirt with someone, I think that might be the attraction, (laughs) is like, you're never, like, you're never going to leave me. I'm never going to get close enough to you That's it, yeah. that you'll be able to hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can keep a safe distance and, you know, like, bat my eyelashes at you or whatever. And, like, and that'd be it. So if you ever, like, want to be happy, <laughs> you know, like, you have to find some kind of way of releasing that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... And that's, like, why I think journaling is really beneficial. A lot of people think that they have to be a good writer mm-hmm. to be journaling and stuff. And it's just, like, just sometimes writing down the crazy shit that's in your head and just seeing it on a piece of paper is just, like, oh, my God, what? Really? That's what I'm thinking? Yeah. It's almost just, like, this wake-up call. I just recently got back into painting. Really? And I think that's going to be kind of yeah. my release. release. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I got really angsty last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I just went home from work and started painting, and then, like, I looked at the clock, and I was like, I've been doing this for five <laughs> hours? Holy wow, shit. you had a lot. Yeah, and I, like, lit shit on fire. I, like, wow. Went, uh, That's I, good. I yeah. think everybody needs an outlet like that, you know, where you can just, like, release that shit. Whatever works best for you, you know? Yeah. I just, yeah, I felt really good. Yeah. I hadn't painted in months. And it felt really good. And, like, I'm no, like, I'm, my painting sucks. I was like, it's terrible. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, no. Everybody's like, sure, it's fun. That no, mine themselves. is terrible. Like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't do it because For, yeah. I'm good. I do it because it makes me feel mm-hmm. good. Um, but, yeah, I did this piece where I took, I painted, like, 
just the outline of people. Like, yeah. They're almost like bathroom sign people. Yeah. Um, just in black, and then I lit candles and dripped wax down <laughs> the canvases, and it's, like, red and yellow. That sounds and really then, cool. And then I burnt all the edges of the canvas and, like, burnt a big hole in it. I, like, burnt part of my thumb <laughs> off doing it, and I was like, yeah! Like, I thought my neighbors were going to call the cops, because I was just, like, sitting outside my apartment with, like, multiple lighters, and I'm like, light, damn it, light! <laughs> and it was like... It's a crazy crackhead, dude. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think everybody needs a release. I think my opinion about people is that everybody's crazy, but there's very (laughs) few of us who realize it and even fewer of us who accept it. Yeah. You know, like... Because it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. I mean, I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Like... If you were to live inside my head for a day, you'd be like, what the fuck, Annie? But I like it. Like, Mm -hmm. it keeps it interesting, and I think a lot of people suppress that. Yeah. It's sad. Like, you'll hear me say sometimes, like, oh, don't use the N-word. And that's, like, normal. I don't like being (laughs) called. I don't ever want to be Because no one can define it. No, no it's one. Like, can, why do you try? No one is You it. try and make me something that's not possible. Mm-hmm. It's not, and I don't want it to be. Like I don't want to be normal at all, ever. Don and Steve tell me all the time that I'm weird and that I have issues. I'm like, yeah, I, I do, that. and yeah. it's great. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you, thank you, <laughs> you for, for so noticing. Cool. It's about time.